This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. Welcome to Modern Geek Podcast number 42, recorded May 6, 2012. I'm Chuck. And I'm Juan. And welcome back to Modern Geek. Yeah. Modern Geeks are having a good week this week with the yeah. release of the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking before the, uh, the cast started yes, here. Yes, we were. because awesome that damn movie is. Juan, that bastard, is going to see it again today, and I don't get I to. I am. So. I'm going to go see it in about an hour. <laughs> as, uh, as our producer said when I uh, tweeted him after the thing, like, you need to go to this right away, he was like, uh, he hadn't gone yet because, you know, he was kind of bogged down with some other stuff. And yeah. he was like, screw you. I mean, awesome. <laughs> that's how i am today but yeah Uh i mean i uh the only thing cooler necessarily than getting to see the avengers today is uh new gear yes and and, uh, you uh, have some new gear coming well i yes i uh i placed the order last night at about 1 30 in the morning (laughs) i uh i uh had just come into some birthday cash and uh Put some amount towards it and decided to get an iPad. I'm going to go ahead and go out here for a moment because um, you bought the one I recommended up front. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I wound up going with the the 64 gig 4G version in black and the dark gray polyurethane cover. Nice. Now, I, first of all, I'd like to thank Chuck for uh, talking me into this, and I'd also <laughs> like to thank uh, Awesome Engineering Girl for also talking me into it with the storage side of things. But uh, I kind of wanted to run down the reasoning behind it because it just seems like, oh, you just got the biggest and best thing. But actually, let me. If it you actually, don't, if I you started thinking about this a few weeks back. Yeah, if you don't mind, let me kind of let me kind of set the stage here. Okay, Juan and I have this thing that we do. Like for each other, which is a great thing, I think, for anybody to do with one of your good friends that's into gear like you, you know, I think when you're getting ready, when either of us gets ready to buy, make a major purchase, you know, we start a month or so ahead, you know, at least a few weeks. And one of us will will essentially will start selling the other person on what it is we think we're going to buy. And the other person plays devil's advocate and really just pokes holes in it left and right over and over and over again until by the time you actually get ready it's fun i mean because you're not you don't take it personally it's fun yeah and and we take our job seriously in doing that you know and by the time it's an exercise as well in justifying what your what your desires are (laughs) because even though it's like me justifying it to one if i'm buying or vice versa you're really justifying it to yourself that's the point because you're as the other as the person you know playing devil's advocate you're never going to accept it simply because that's not your job. It's not my decision to make when Juan's buying. It's his. I'm there to make him think about it hard for a couple weeks to a month, you know? Right. It works really well. I have I have made some kind of different purchases that I didn't expect that worked out beautifully because mm-hmm. of that. So anyway, I'm sorry. I just want to get that in because oh, it's no, a really that, cool thing. Yeah. So th- th- this is the process that we use, and it actually works out really well. Um the the process for me that started out was you know i need 
I, I need something to you, you know, need a read. tablet. I need a tablet. I need something to read comic books on to to do web browsing a little more casually than I would on the netbook. The netbook is really a very good uh, utility device. Um, it, it's been great for being able to do remote uh, system admi- administration and the, that kind of thing. But well, just back it, to that podcast we did on it uh, way back in the first ten, I think it was like. Yeah. You know, if you know, for its use case, it was absolutely perfect for the use case of reading and 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 browsing on the can. It's not the answer, you know. Right. It, it's it's a good, um, yeah, it's a good technical device, but it's it's not a very good uh, media consumption device. No, it's not. Especially when you get into uh, like if you're wanting to, you know, look at a, you know. It's just a little slow in terms of web video and that kind of stuff sure. as well, which, like, for example, the iPad does really well. Um, and, of course, it's, the, the it's HTC 6.4, which basically all websites support at this point. The, the standout, though, the standout is is reading, be it comics yeah. or be it be it books or, well, or be it PDFs. And with, the re- or, and with the release of the, thir- the third generation iPad, the screen on that is just... It is incredible. Um. So I, I had originally started a, mu- a month ago or so ago looking at, um, well, let's see what kind of 7 or 10-inch Android tablets are out there, something you know in the sub-$300 range, just to see if there's something I can do without having to put that much thought process into it. Right. And, and you get to play with Android, which would be fun. Well, that's the other thing, is that if I was going to get something, I wanted something with ice cream sandwich on it so that I could really start to get into the Android market. I still might find something down the line, like something really cheaper uh, secondhand or something like that. But just the ones that I played with the buy more, they just didn't feel quite as um, solid or as used to, to what I was what I was doing with them, which was effectively, I mean, when I went one step to the right and looked at the iPad, it, it, the, the interface just felt yeah. uh, correct for the way that I was using it. Yep. And, you know, I, I spent a, a couple different sessions in there, you know, 20, 20 minutes or so kind of playing around with them. And I kept, you know, wandering back to the iPads as, as, as okay, well, this, this is actually seems to be what's working for me. So I, I said, okay, well, iPads. Now we're, we've got a range here all the way from $419 to you know, $820 or whatever on the high end, right? Right. Um, all the way from a 16 gig iPad 2 all the way up to a 64 gig plus 4G iPad 3. Yep. Okay, so let's start to narrow that down. And I had originally, a few weeks back, um, as my brother will attest to, I had narrowed in on, well, I can just get away with the third generation 16 gig Wi-Fi. And I said, okay, well, maybe this is the one that I'm getting. I tell this to Chuck, and I tell this to a couple other people. And um, I believe it was Awesome Engineering Girl that came back with, it's like, well, you know, in terms of space, you know, you, if you're going to be putting a lot of content on here to, to consume, you're going to want the space as much as possible. So that way in a year when your content's bigger and your library's bigger, you don't have to then go buy another one when you run out of space. Yeah. I think my comment was, you know, there are limits obviously. Like if, if you're going to have to reduce uh, the quality of the device in order to up the memory, like say you're going to have to give up that screen in order to, you know, to get some extra memory. I'm not sure I'd do that, but if it comes to like, if you have the extra fifty hundred bu- you know, to hundred bucks to up to the next you know, the next largest storage availability 
it it's almost always a good investment simply because you can't go wrong having too much storage uh, for that kind of money over over the course of the device's life. And let's face it, no matter how much we like to think otherwise, the life of these devices is about midway between a laptop and a phone. Right. You know, so you're just looking, like they uh, are, you know, it's like two it's, to three years, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Like two years is is a long time. Three is a long, long time. Um, in reality, it's probably one year to a year and a half if you want to stay relatively uh, on top of functionality. I don't mean right. like and, and they're like phones. They get slow and they get uh, they get kind of clunky, um, yep. you know, both because when you pack that much that tight in a space, they're just the durability isn't there. You know, the uh, you know, the electronics have issues over time. Right. And, and that's actually the reason that I eliminated going with an iPad, too. Because you're already so far Because I'm already back. a yeah. year behind on that. Yeah. It's, it's like I, if I'm going to get something and I'm going to go big on the memory, I really don't want to get something that I'm pouring a lot of money into, just have it already a year into obsolescence. Now, an interesting thing it's, to throw in here, I don't know if you saw in the news, but they uh, they kind of just snuck in a, a die size change into the two recently. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. So literally, apparently the new chip is like 20, 30% more battery efficient. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's no more powerful, but but they just kind of snuck. Apparently, it was like target of opportunity sort of thing where, you know, they could do it. So they did. And even though they're still they're still making and selling the two, yeah. uh, there is a, a little advantage to it now. Not, right. not, I still wouldn't do it, though. I still totally agree with her. But I would have brought that up if, if, if before as as devil's advocate, if we had. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, and, and yeah, I mean, but, for for my use case, it doesn't matter. I don't think. Right. No. Uh, yeah. But I was, was still going to go. No. Okay. Let's go. But I would have poked you with a stick about it because what the hell? Yeah. You know, you'd have, you'd have figured that out. You know. Yeah. So at this point, I've I've taken it from a wide variety of devices down to to. You're going to go Apple, and you're going to you're you're going to buy some storage if you can. Yeah, and I'm going to buy a storage. So I'm down to 64 gig. I'm going to choose the black one because it matches my iPhone. I just always <laughs> have liked the black one. I don't know. I never the liked black the black one. Actually, color. I I, I, I kind of do prefer it because it, it, I don't know. It just I like the way that the screen sits in the black border. Yeah, um, I agree. It's, it's a th- aesthetics. It really doesn't matter. True. But I, I, I've now de- narrowed it down to two different models, 64 gig Wi-Fi and 64 Wi-Fi and plus 4G. 4G. Now... I very for and that was probably about what the two week mark now we're at a T minus two weeks here yeah. and I'm I'm solidified down to the 64 gig Wi-Fi and Chuck is going well you blah, 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 you should you know and I'll, I'll, I'll throw I'm, you my I threw in my I'll, argument which may or may not fit his use case yes. you know yeah. <laughs> but my argument with with uh, with it and this is very much my use case but you know I didn't know if it would match him or not but like Actually, I said, this is interesting yeah yeah it's my job you know so yeah so the next stick I poked him with is I'm like you know as far as I'm concerned the uh, the iPad the iPad's value is almost entirely tied to its net connection if you are not online with it its value reduces to a quarter. Now, I mean, I'm not saying it's useless because it's not. I mean, you can load right. it full of movies. You can load it full of Right, of but documents. it does lose a lot of its sheen when you don't have it connected. That's right. I mean, your ability to, yeah, exactly. Your ability to manipulate mail with it, your ability to browse the web and stuff, it's it's really pretty significant. So, uh, you know, use maps. 
Right. Well, and, and you were talking about the fact that it's like, you know, even when you're not around Wi-Fi, you're going to have that ability to just be connected. And yeah. like, you had your use case of like when you're in class or when you're on the road for work or um, that kind of thing. When you're around different places, not at home, not necessarily in, the, in range. In the passenger seat of the car on a trip, you know, I mean, right. it's the kind of thing that it can be for me the the extra small extra expense and the um and even the monthly expense of a you know 20 bucks 25 bucks or something just to know that the the device is always can almost always connectable is right. is a big plus and I, i'll admit i've used it in some weird times like uh, it's sort of my backup, like the power's kicked off in the house. And I don't remember the number for the power company. <laughs> I look yeah. it up. What the hell? You know, it just automatically yeah. switches oh, yeah. over, you know? And and to be honest, I, I I did agree with your your argument on this. Although that's not why I wound up cho- choosing the, the, the 4G. Um, the the argument is very valid, is that, that dev- the, the iPad is a device that you really want to have a network connection, uh, if at all possible. Right. The only difference is is that above the border, all the data plans include for the iPhone include include uh, tethering, right? As just part of it, and just comes out of the regular plan. Right. And now I've got a I've got a two gig plan, and I'm using about five hundred to seven hundred and fifty megabytes a month. So I looked at that and I said, well, actually, um, I can still get away with the Wi Fi because I don't go anywhere without my iPhone. And, you know, it's one slider to go personal hotspot on, and then the, iP- then the iPad's just connected. So that use case, while valid, is kind of irrelevant for what I was using. And also the other thing is, that I had as well is that I'm, you know, I'm not traveling around as much. A lot of, I mean, uh, for a lot of the time I do work from home, and um, I'm usually within range of a Wi-Fi access point to begin with. So... Um, and especially for my use cases of, you know, you know, reading, you know, on the couch or something like that. Um, a lot of this is going to be a media consumption device within the range of my own home Wi-Fi. So honestly, I'm for, for me, I, it wasn't enough to justify the difference. See, I'm interested at, at, to hear why you, you decided, because honestly, when I brought that up, I didn't really think that it would affect your use case enough to be worth it. But I felt like, you know, it was my job. I needed to poke you about it some. Right. You know, so I know from mine it does. Easily, well, and that's why I love I it. Think because it you, were, you were pushing it on the devil's ad- advocate kind of side, and it really made me consider. It's like, is this enough to justify the extra $130? And on its own, it wasn't. Um, I, I do like the idea that even if I, I and I'm not getting a data plan for it to begin with. Um, but if I had the option, I mean, the, the one use case I came up with was when I was in the States and I wanted to have. Uh, it connected mm-hmm. during a meetup at the Rover. <laughs> I, I mean, it's like in that use case where the Wi-Fi isn't available at the Rover because of St. Patty's Day or something like that. I was able to find a use case for, for you know, being able to <laughs> pop an AT&T SIM in there and go with the prepaid data package or something, right? Right. Um, the, the reason that I narrowed in on it um, was additive to the the potential for data plan was that I realized that a lot of the location services aren't as accurate when you don't have a 3G chip in this device. Yeah, that's true. What it does, um, the the 
I believe it's a Qualcomm or a Broadcom chip for the for the. 3G services. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a combo chip that includes the 3G as well as the GPS receiver. Ah. So the Wi-Fi version doesn't have GPS. Well, it would be I, it would be almost useless because you would have to have a situation to use the mapping system. You would have to have uh, with GPS actively. Right. You would have to have some kind of connection. Well, sometimes. Say, for example, actual, um, actual, you know, car driving GPS software downloads the maps, so you don't need a data connection. No, actually, the uh, the the maps built in, the 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 maps in it load through the data connection. No, but I mean, what like if you bought like a TomTom app, it uh, downloads okay, the yeah. maps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I believe the uh, the Starwalk. Um, star map thing does uh, the same right, right. thing. So, like, you could um, yeah, there are a few, and you know, w- build building that with the compass that's built into it. You can actually there's a couple of cool location services that don't actually work that well on the Wi-Fi only version. I mean, you can get the location services using Wi-Fi, but one there's not that much random Wi-Fi up here. I mean, right. you're you're in, you're you're kind of in a uh, in, in being with Dallas and stuff, you're, you, you've kind of got your um, pilot cell phone carrier and you know pilot Starbucks Wi-Fi and you know you, you, you're you're There's the premier for all data services, right? Yeah, we get and, we get uh, it first in a lot of cases, which is kind of cool, right? So that like like for example, like in um, you know Silicon Valley kind of development areas and stuff like that, all of those kind of location services on Wi-Fi only work really well because you know. They've gone and mapped all of these hundreds of Wi-Fi access points that exist in the city. Not so much up here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, all things relatively considered, I, I live in a fairly rural area. And, well, comparatively, anyway. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's just not feasible. Um, yeah, we actually well, get the best of a lot of things because, like, you think that, like, New York City or L.A. would, but they're too big. You know, so they can't they can't launch things there. You know, because it's just it's too big a problem. To we're like yeah, just right. Like, we're big oh, enough. What we need is a big flat area with a kind of <laughs> with pretty you know, good coverage anyway. And our our offices are there, so we can try it out. And uh, and a lot of people, you know, so we get a load, but not so many that we can't deal with problems. It's like man, not so just, many we have to deal with like thousands of buildings all within you know a square dumb. mile. It was really funny, you know, like uh, a lot of people when I first got the iPhone, everybody was like, "Oh, the data service is just crap. It's so awful." And I'm like, I don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> it works great for me, you know. It's like yeah. well, you throw a rock and hit their office, you know. But it's, <laughs> it's a hugely different. It's a different landscape. It's a different layout. Uh, actually, as a side note, I was I was um, talking to my parents, and I'm like, you know, you know that Costco parking lot? And they're like, yep. And it's like that's like every parking lot in Texas. There's like no car parks. It's like why not? Well, you know, you don't need why not just expand out? Because it's freaking expensive <laughs> you don't need to, to build, build a building. <laughs> and that land's cheap. You know? Yeah. Why build up? Build out. <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly Manhattan here, man. I mean, there. It's going to take you hundreds of years to use up all that desert. <laughs> yeah, everybody jokes about it. They're like, the buy house is going to be great. It's going to be valuable. You're like, yeah. And as soon as it gets valuable, they're just going to build another one a mile north. And it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be less valuable. Yeah, you, so. You've watched the, uh, I mean, you don't have a hill to Dunsinane to watch the forest of the city creep towards you but you know it, 
you know, the, the city has been creeping up your back door. Oh, no, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> but, no, it moved right on past. It's, it's great. It's not yeah. growing at the same rate anymore, but still. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, data service here is absurdly good. Yeah. So, I mean, for, for that, I mean, from what I researched, I mean, it does also have assisted GPS where the cell towers also help to right, triangulate. Right. But according to my research that I did, at, you know, one in the morning, um, uh, it uh, has a discrete GPS chip in it as well. Um, I think, also, I think also it's a good Russian decision. Also the LONASS service. <laughs> wow, that's good. In case you ever need that. Uh, yeah, jump right on that. Um, I, I think it's a good decision. I think that uh, you can always, and that's always been one of the nice things about the data service. And I'm really glad that they like ramrodded that through is that you can turn it on and off at will. It's very easy. You don't have like a big nightmare of playing games with it. You just go in the damn thing and click the button and put your card in and you know, you can cancel it at any time and it automatically stops at the end of it and everything. It's really easy. Uh, so, so unlike other services where you think you're going to manage it on and off, but you're not really going to because it's too big a pain in the ass. Not true. It's like real easy to turn the turn the uh, the you know the the WAN service on and off in it, yeah. and uh, painless. Yeah, I mean, I it did come with a free uh, micro sim, and I grabbed a nice. I grabbed the Telus one. Uh, I mean, technically, I work. If you got too. caught out, <laughs> you know, if you actually got caught out, what's badass is that with the sim in there. You could literally just go in, whip out your credit card, put your stuff in, turn it on yeah. for for a month, and you're good. Yeah, that, <laughs> oh, that's it. I mean, and, and the, if you the, don't, the, it's the irrational part of me is going like, you know, I would, I want, I want it just in case I ever want to use it. But there, but you know, combine that with the, I agree with the GPS, the, the GPS thing with you know, why hobble it? You know, yeah, it's GPS I, is to cool. be honest, I really <laughs> until. The very last minute where I just out of a whim went, okay, parts comparison, iPad, third gen, Wi-Fi, 4G. I would not have figured and that out. And I looked out, at the differences, true. and I'm like, oh, location services. I hadn't even thought of that. So That's awesome. That, that, that was enough to, to compare it, like, combined with the, the argument, which is not enough to justify the extra money on its own. Um, but with the location services, it... <sighs> 130 me it was enough to push over the edge and i didn't wake up feeling bad about it so well i cannot you know regardless of what it is you're buying and i don't care whether it's you know whether it's uh you know it's apple or otherwise or anything else uh we happen to have bought some apple gear lately but might not have either you know and even when we're buying other stuff like that we this process works really well and if you have somebody you know that you can trust to do that with um, like I bought a laptop recently and uh, I think we talked about it and I was really, uh, shocked at what I ended up buying. I did not think at all. That's what I would end up with. And I would never have picked it on my own. Yeah. Uh, yet by the time we got done poking holes and everything and thinking about my use case in stupidly complex ways and, and it's kind of fun anyway, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's not exactly painful, you know, it's kind of crap we talk about anyway. <laughs> And, and and poked it around, I ended up with something, and, and you would not believe how awesome what it is I ended up with works. I mean, just the fact, the things that are good about it were very, very good, and the things that are missing from it or that I sacrificed for that good just didn't matter at all. It matched so well with my use case after all that thought that it's just, it's great. I mean, I can't recommend that process enough. 
Right. Well, we, I mean, we've, we've been doing this for years as well. It's like when, when we were uh, one, of, one of the first couple times I came down to uh, after oh, yeah. the first meetup, we were kind of sitting around in the podcast room talking about various stuff. And, and you're going, man, th- this, this whole, you know, video over Xbox thing is really a pain in the butt because I don't get 5.1. I don't get any of this. I, what I need to do is I need to get a, I don't know, like a, a Mac or something and plug it in in there or a media PC and. I look over, I'm like... At the time, I was so using the- a mini for Skype for the... Because yeah. it was much less... The podcast rig was much less complex than the current one. Now we have four Skype boxes attached to it. But back then, I had one Mac mini sitting there. Yeah, and I, I look over, I'm like, what's that Mac mini doing? Like, is it is it doing anything? Well, he's like, well, it's... Skype. It's, serv- it's doing Skype for the podcast rig, and it's sharing out a printer. It's like, okay, well, what can we do for the printer? And we figured out you can plug the printer right into the... Uh, the Airport Extreme. The Airport yeah. Extreme. Okay, so we get one USB cable, move the printer, that's done. We really do not need this Mac Mini for Skype. You know, it's overkill yep. for Skype. It's just what I happen to have, you know? Yeah, and it's like, okay, well, now the Skype rig. What do, what do we need? I mean, all we need is any Windows system. We'll turn off all the sounds from Windows, you know, it... And and just put Skype on it. So what? How do we do that? We and, ended up uh, with an old laptop. Yeah, that was laying around doing nothing. <laughs> that was the one that had the keyboard wasn't working anymore, right? Oh, yeah, we plugged the keyboard in it because it's like <laughs> just plugged the keyboard into it. Yeah, who gives a damn? Good. You know, and, and, it, and it did its job for like it ran Skype. Yeah. <laughs> It ran Skype, yeah. For almost a year, yeah. we used it that way. And and what ended up happening was for the cost of a couple of adapters, um, I got what I wanted. Right. We actually did that three or four times with different things until we had shuffled gear all around the house and things got way better. Right. And it, it comes down to that fact of what yeah, you, you have you have that idea and then try to back up that idea and have the other person try to knock it down. Yeah. And then basically you'll find that you get to a balance really quick unless, you know, one is you know, using social engineering against you or something, Which but you don't because that's not the point. No, the you point don't. Is to it's like these on an intellectual, on. like, well, and that's the thing too is that you can't really get away with that because if, if, you know, it's like, oh, you want the sixty-four gig four G? Why? Because, well, that's not a reason. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what what are the legitimate uses for 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 this model and this make? And um, I mean, the the other ones that initially had also eliminated um, the. Uh, Android platform for me is that um, it's, it's, it may seem like a minor one, but um, uh, Chuck and I have been using iMessages a lot more. Yeah. Uh, which, it's actually really handy on the iPad. And, and some people go, oh, you know, why, why don't you just use text messaging? It's like, well, one, we have a quarter, quarter pop. It's a quarter a pop. That is not, uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's not going to work. And secondly, uh, you know, we can use messages on our desktops, the yeah. iPhone, Laptop. iPad. Why don't you use the WhatsApp ad? Because uh, it doesn't app. work for. Oh, because it doesn't know. work for iPad. Okay, yeah. well, hold on. Let's let's figure it out. And it turns out that iMessages is actually the best kind of instant messaging platform between us. It might not uh, always be, but for now, it is. You know, right now, for the lifespan of this piece of gear, it's going to be. Yep. I mean, you uh-huh. also benefit from some of the uh, the crossover that you have with the hybrid apps that that uh, that you True. purchase for ipad and iphone i mean i'll probably say if i got an android i'd probably be buying about 50 bucks worth of apps so you know okay well you're gonna add that on um okay and you start to narrow it down pretty quickly as to what you're gonna use i mean 
and, and I, I will admit that I'm kind of very vertically locked into the uh, the iOS market right now, but it's doing what I need to. And I, every every I think that'll every, every change. half a year or so. I yeah, I think it will. I it's mean, it's not there yet, but it will. Last, nothing can last forever on this, but. You know, every every you know six months or so, you go and reevaluate your use case, and if it's changed, do it. For for me, it's the the other platforms like Windows Mobile or Android have started to become more and more in line with what I use my mobile devices as, and that's a good thing. It's not there yet, but I can really see that it's on its way. It's on its way. Yeah, I, I expect I, I, that I, in the next two three years. Um, there are going to be real options, right? And uh, yeah, I, I don't want to be accused of of, uh, of iOS fanboyism or anything like that. But it's that. I mean, well, yeah, I can right tell you now, this: this we, is what for me. <laughs> we poked pretty hard at trying to trying to. Then, uh, in a way, I think it's it's a it says something both good and bad about uh, Android development efforts. It's the fact that in business models, it's the fact that we tried really hard to buy one. And yeah. just can't, you know, it yeah. just did not work out with, with the, no matter how much you want to, unless you're just going to say, I hate Apple, I'm going to buy something else. The Apple product at the moment just smokes it. And, and I think I want that to change. I think it will change. I will be happy to bail uh, when, when it does, but you can't look at a seven or $800 purchase even a five or six hundred dollar purchase, and say I'm just going to buy the other one, even though it's not going to do anywhere near as well a job of of you know matching my use case and doing what I need. Um, and I'm not talking about just the fact that you know things like iMessage, you know, way beyond that in terms of the device's capabilities, in terms of uh, you know the software availability for well, it. I'm, and I mean, it it comes down to use case as well. I mean, uh, some of the arguments I've had for um, from from the people that I know that have that swear my Android devices are, well, the iPhone the iPhone screen is too small for me. I like that bigger screen on the, uh, cool. on the, yeah. on the latest Android phones. That is great. I like it because you know it's got an OLED screen for you know better viewing outside. That's great if you're using it outside a lot. That is a really good point. Um, I mean, hell, that's why I got a Kindle. So uh, I mean, uh, for my the, kind um, of stuff, the problem is I can't jam it in my pocket, my jeans pocket. Right. It's too big. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. my test if i can't say i actually went in and i asked him can i stick this in my jeans by there yes and i did it and i'm like okay that'll work you know yeah. there are um the the other the other argument uh, which is very valid is that you know there's these certain customizations i really like to do to the interface on my phone and that yeah. that is a very valid argument i don't want that to be honest i do want I, it but i can't i i won't give up what i have to give up to get it to be honest for a lot of the in, to, for a lot of it, I actually kind of prefer the more simplistic route. I mean, I just spent a few hours a few days ago rearranging all my iOS applications uh, on the home screen based on usage. So that <laughs> way, I, and I deleted a bunch of stuff. I was like, well, I, I know too. that's useful, but I can always re-download it. I don't have to pay for it again, and I haven't used it in three months. Okay, so I, I don't totally need this. Did that. And I've got it down to one screen plus the uh obviously the second screen with the new stand and all the crap that I can't get rid of for me i i limit myself to two screens and they're full but like I if did. i buy something it's got to fit in those two screens <laughs> right 
I, I had done that for a while, and I actually got it pared down to one. Um, I, I do have a third screen off to the side that has all the stuff that I didn't delete, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to put it on my iPad. Right. When I get it, so I've got like a couple of iPad folders of apps that I know I'm going to load on. Nice. When I'm ready to go. But yeah, it's... I think you'd be I, I, fascinated I it, by the difference I was for quite some time at how different you use the iPad versus the iPhone because it really is a big iPhone. I mean, the the OS is virtually identical. I, and, I like the I like the form factor either way. I think that that kind of ten inch tablet design is is a is a really solid offering. Um, actually, that's also the reason why I didn't go with the third party case. You can't on the on the new one. There's no point. Yeah. Um, they really I mean, are I, designed for their case, and their case is the one that makes sense and works, and the others just make the device bigger or yeah, my, chunkier my par- or not. My parents have a second-gen one, and they have like a big kind of leather case around it, and it just it feels a little cl- uh, a little bulky for... What's like the it, point of making it twice as big? There's just no <laughs> point in that, you know? I mean, yeah, why so, I buy mean, a small device and when then it comes down it to it, I, I Yeah, I, when it comes down to it, I really don't care if the back gets scratched well, I mean, whatever. I, I really don't care. I'm, I, I get these devices to use them. So the back is fine, whatever. And the front, I just want to protect the glass. So, I mean, what it comes down to, I, and I also want something that, 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 you know, a portable stand. So, I mean, that's the Apple case right there. That's the smallest case available that is also a stand. So, I mean, <laughs> that was a really easy one for me. <laughs> totally. Well, you know, we got to wrap up because we got to get you to Avengers. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, going to see it again. It should be pretty <laughs> bastard. Um, I <laughs> wanted to let everybody know what's coming up next week. Okay. I uh, recently, actually, it's probably good that we have another week here. Uh, I have recently installed uh, a dual boot of uh, Ubuntu 12.04 on my netbook. Nice. I'm excited to hear uh, about that. This is this is the latest one. Every every couple of years, they do a uh, long term release, right? Uh, uh, LTS version, long term support, which is one it's that they kind of lock in the features. This this time around, they didn't really add that many features. They just cleaned up a lot of stuff, added a lot of stability to it. God, it sure looks uh, prettier. I know that. Oh yeah, I've got a I've got a review uh, coming up for it next week. Um, I've got a lot to say about it. A lot of good things. Uh, a couple of uh, little quirks about it and uh, some things to consider. But uh, I, I would say if, if anybody's curious about what the latest Linux offering is right now, if you've got a DVD and a DVD burner or a USB stick um, that you're willing to format, you can actually try this out live. If you nice. go to ubuntu.com, you can download burn it onto a DVD and boot straight off of it without installing it to your computer to try it out and see if you like it. I would, um, uh, I'll have a little bit more about it uh, next week when I do a review, but, uh, it's, it's worth, uh, worth checking out. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll come back next week with that and, uh, it should, it should be pretty cool. Awesome. Anything to add here at the end? Uh, no, I just, uh, I did, I did want to throw a shout out to, uh, the fact that, um, the, the the latest uh, legislation is called CISPA, C I S P A. Yes, um, it's another it, a very like a one sentence rundown. It uh, absolves companies' rights to pass. Uh, it absolves companies of legal action to 
spy on you and pass that information on to the government. Womp womp. Warrantless. So, uh, you know, that, that's one of the things it does. Uh, didn't, I, would, uh, I would check it out. Didn't the president <laughs> uh, say he would veto it? Uh, I'm pretty sure he did. He so. said he... No, I, th- this is kind of like one of those ones where, you know, in, in the past, he's... He, it's one of those bills that's like, you know, I, I don't agree with, with the principles behind this, but there have been bills in the past where he's said, I don't agree with it, and then say, saying that he's, quote, reluctantly signing the bill. Uh, well, so he may good. not, I mean, he may disagree with it now. I mean, keep in mind, he's all, it's also an election year, so, um, but he may or may not veto it depending on what happens. So it's something to keep track of just because Sopa got killed. That just means that we're working on subtler, subtler ways of, of getting to you. And Indeed. Uh, I work for a telecom and my opinions are my own. So <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> well, awesome, sir. We will be back next week with uh, an Ubuntu review. Oot. From everyone here at Modern Geek and GWC, thanks for listening. If you have something to add to the show, a news tip, feedback on anything we've discussed, or just some random awesomeness, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a call at 214-296-9229. That's 214-296-9229. And follow the instructions there to leave us a message for inclusion in a future podcast. You'll find other GWC podcasts, as well as the friendliest people in geekdom, on the GWC website and forum at galacticwatercooler.com. And don't forget, financial support from listeners like you keep all GWC podcasts on the net each week. To find out how to donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com slash donate.